Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Vowels. Vowels. <clears throat> <laughs> As we practice our Minnesotan vowels. Vowels. <laughs> you are listening to Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. Oh. Sotan. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You bet. I don't you know where you got yeah. that three friends business. Yeah, <laughs> three acquaintances. Where, where three people who barely know each other are forced <laughs> onto a Skype conversation for two hours with only wine to get them through it. We definitely haven't peered into each other's vaginas. It's fine. Oh my God. It's fine. I no. wish that were the case. <laughs> I'm basically Kenyan's that's, gynecologist. That's one site I can never erase from my mind. It's an interesting uh, setup she's got down there. We'll, t- we'll talk about it on the psychological trauma episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be on there. All right. Well, oh this God. week we will be discussing the apropos... I wish this is mm-hmm. coming out in two well. weeks. We'll see if it's apropos topic <laughs> no, oh my of God. political assassinations. And then <laughs> the Secret going. Service arrived and Hi, took us all away. <laughs> NSA is for sure listening. <laughs> I think they're fans. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Political assassinations. Mm-hmm. Amanda, what is our wine crime pairing? Yes. Well, this one was actually kind of fun to pair, and I feel like a lot of listeners have been asking for something on the sweeter side for a while. Oh, yeah. So I thought I would go down that path and bring something that uh, a lot of you, I think, are going to enjoy. This is the Sheena's Estate Sweet Justice Muscat. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. sweet justice. The label is amazing. <laughs> it's like this beautiful feminine figure with like the scales and she's very Ooh. Greek and you can see her back and it's like kind of creepy looking too. Um, mm. But it just seems very fitting. We have never covered a Muscat and it's actually a really interesting grape. Um, the Muscat family of grapes include over 200 grape varieties belonging to the Vitis vinifera species. And they've Ooh. been used in wine production and as raisin and table grapes that you snack on. Um, all over the world for centuries. So this is like the mother of all grapes. Um, Muscat grapes and wines almost always have a very pronounced sweet floral aroma. Um, And the just amount of varieties of Muscat suggests that it's possibly the oldest domesticated grape variety. Um, You can pretty much find it everywhere. And there are just like so many different grape varieties whose lineage can be like we discussed previously, forensically traced back to this specific like family of grapes that they, that's where they get that idea that this is one of the oldest grapes that exists, which is really cool. Is um, it, um, I love that. Is it because it's so sweet that uh, it's a table grape? 
Um, I would assume so, just because when you're just eating a grape off the vine, all these different varietals can have a lot of different tasting notes, and they taste really different off the vine than they would after you turn them into a wine. So this Mm -hmm. just happens to be the kind of grape that you could both use as a snack and also use as a wine. A lot of times, like, snacking grapes are going to be a little sweeter. They're not produced to be fermented. Um, But that could also contribute to why this wine is so widely grown or this varietal so widely grown is because not only can you drink it, you can eat it. So that makes a lot of sense. I mean, people have probably been eating it for centuries and then turning it into wine for centuries, which is fucking awesome. Cool. Um, I really like the phrase table grapes. Me too. It makes you sound like a cheese plate. (laughs) It does. Table grapes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This particular (laughs) bottle is out of Victoria, Australia, which is located in the southeast corner of the continent, and that location provides a cool and ocean-influenced growing region, which, though the region is small, it also makes it, like, super perfect for growing wine grapes, which is cool. Um, This wine is a sweet and lush white with a floral Mm. nose. Um, For a white wine, it's a little fuller-bodied, so you're going to get the mouthfeel of... I don't want to say thick, but it's like those sweet wines Mm. can almost... Sometimes they can have like a syrupy uh, component to them. I wouldn't classify this as such, but that's the kind of mouthfeel that's going to border on there. I Um, like uh, my mouthfeel to be a thick, sweet gal. Yeah, Yeah, this one's not going to be quite as dry (laughs) on the finish, which I typically prefer, but it's going to be really drinkable. So I think the end of this episode is going to be really interesting. Um, (laughs) This is also not a wink wine this week. So unfortunately, I don't know how widely distributed this wine is. I hope you can find it. Otherwise, grab any Muscat. It's incredibly wide ranging. So grab one for this episode and I think you'll be perfectly happy. Um, but we do have a lot of episodes coming up, um, in the end of October and into November that are going to be featuring Wink Wines. So just a reminder, Wink is a really cool wine club that we've recently partnered with. They are helping sponsor the show. Um, we are offering 20 bucks off your first order. If you go to trywink.com, that's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com forward slash gals. That gals promo code is going to get you 20 bucks off. You basically head over to the website. They'll give you a little quiz to see what kind of um, palette you have, and they'll make recommendations of wine. You can go with their recommendations or not. They have literal hundreds of wines in varietals that I hadn't even heard of that you can choose from on their website. It's super, super fun. The labels are gorgeous. It's all, like, small batch, beautiful wineries that they work with, um, and they have some really cool stuff to offer. If you put four or more bottles in your cart, they take care of the shipping, which is also real nice, mm-hmm, and it gets mm-hmm. delivered right and to your door. And you'll drink them. Come mm-hmm. on. We all know oh, you'll yeah. drink them. You will. I yeah. had two bottles of wine in the last four <laughs> days, pretty much alone. So that's nothing. You'll drink them. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's easy. So... We were thinking you might want to get ahead of it. You have a couple weeks after this episode airs to kind of curate your own wine and crime wink box. So here are the wines that we think you should pick up. And by we think, we mean we know. We're going to cover these wines. mm -hmm. Get the Loves Me Not Rosé, the Invoke Syrah, the Ace in the Hole Red Blend, and one from the Quiver Tarantes. 
Mm. So that's four bottles. You'll get shipping taken care of. It'll be sent right to your door, or you can pick a different location because you do have to have an ID to sign for it. you got to be 21. Um, and you'll get that 20 bucks off with the gal's promo code if it's your first box. Yeah. And all, all right. of you sleuths out there, please mm-hmm. don't tweet at us for the next month guessing what those episode topics will be. <laughs> we will not please. retweet you. <laughs> We, we repeat, we will not retweet you. We will not. Please don't do that. All right. All right. So let's open this bottle. And I didn't prep it, so I have to cut off the foil, which is usually how I cut myself. So Foiled again. Foiled again. Do you have Band-Aids close by? I actually, that's funny you should ask that. Not only do I not have Band-Aids close by, I don't have them in my home. And the oh, other no. day, I cut my oh toe, my and I had to cut a Breathe Right strip into <laughs> a functioning Band-Aid. Oh, my, my God. Toe. You're an adult. I am turning 30 in five days, and I don't have Band-Aids in my house. My house is used to... basically a pharmacy because that is how my anxiety manifests. Oh, yeah. I have lots yeah. of... I have syringes. I have pills. <laughs> I have wine. Kenan, you have, you have the best medicines. You have, like, the craziest shit from France. Yeah. There's, like, an anti-nausea something Mummia. that, like... Oh, spasmomia. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We ready for this, Pap? Ready. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, God. Wait, I'm not ready. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Woo! Oh, that nice. was a good pop. Nice pop. <laughs> and now there's blood spatter all over your there's office. No spatter. Ooh. All right. Nice. All right. Drinking out of my fucking patriarchy wine glass. Mm-hmm. So nice. Soups excite. Oh, should we mention that uh, the wine and crime ladies, at least two-thirds of us, are going to be around town for uh, Halloween weekend? Oh, yes. I am so fucking excited plug, for this. Plug, so, plug, Yeah. One, one thing that's in the works that we can't officially announce yet, but keep your calendar open for the evening of October 29th. And for the evening of October 28th, Lucy and I are going to be sitting on the panel of costume contest judges for the Girl Scout Queer Halloween Dance Party. What up? What's better than a queer dance party? A Halloween queer dance party. It's going to be fucking amazing. We are working on our costumes right now. It's like... Going to be the best night ever. Um, if you k- attended or listened to the live show, you'll recognize Kenyon's replacement, our friend Scott Artley, who mm-hmm. has been fortunate enough to step in and do some cool stuff with us over the last couple months. He's going to be on that panel, too. Um, and we will share more details as they come in and get some invitation and like entry-related deets on our website. That's on Saturday the 28th. And then we have a little wine and crime event in the works for Sunday the 29th. So... Keep your Halloween weekend a little bit available and keep an eye on our website and, and social media. And they're both in Minneapolis. Yep, yep. both in Minneapolis. For clarity's sake. And they're both going to be a fucking amazing time. We're so excited. I'm so jealous. I am. I know. <laughs> I we'll am get a cardboard so cut out of you. Jazz. I'll, Everybody I'll put just in a picture North of your America, face on the David. You should go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are closer than Kenyon. Yeah, I agree. so Ooh, take this advantage. Wine's good. I'm I'm rooting for Scott to dress up as Kenyon for Halloween so and just like I. totally be her stand-in. No he one needs will an get eye it. patch. He needs a blonde wig and an eye patch. 
And what else? I think somebody should just come Boobies. to the Girl Scout queer <laughs> Halloween party as Kenyon instead of forcing Scott <gasps> to come as Kenyon. Yes. Do just it. saying. Wine and crime themed costumes could be awesome. I'll yeah. just go as the duct tape bandit. I have the mask, <laughs> thanks to our amazing listeners. Oh my god, that mask is so terrifying. It's horrifying and, amazing. and it stares at me while I record and I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it. Cool. All right, well all right. that's all I got. I'll shut up for three seconds. <laughs> all right. One Mississippi. Lucy, <laughs> what is our background and psych for political assassinations? Ass ass in all right. nations. Ass ass oh, ass nations. Well, it is assassination is distinct from murder because it involves the execution of a prominent person. Mm, okay. So makes sense. It's still a murder. It's still a homicide. It's an execution. But it's of a, of a prominent person, usually for some kind of objective reason that can it can be prompted by political, religious or military motives. It could be done for revenge or for financial gain, uh, could be committed by an insurgent group, etc. OK, so yeah, we cover a lot of different areas here, but obviously we're talking about political assassinations. So we're going with the political motives here. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, the word is great because, one, it has ass in it twice. Oh, yep. my God. As you've both duly noted. Ass nation. <laughs> ass ass nations. Double ass a nation. <laughs> uh, and two, it is believed to stem from the Arabic word. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that giggle is never a good sign. <laughs> no. no. It stems from the Arabic word hashashin. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> so assassin with a speech impediment. Oh. Hash hashin. Yes. Yes. Hash hashin. Uh, it I also shares. Why we changed it. <laughs> it also shares roots with the word uh, hashish. Oh, roots. And it was believed. To it was believed that assassins or hashashin. We can only use hashashin for the next two hours. <laughs> it caught me so off guard that little tidbit. I was just giggling quietly in my office. It's earlier. So stupid. Tuna moment. We're having a fucking tuna moment We're right now. We're having a tuna moment. <laughs> hashashin. <laughs> Kenyon's just choking on the end of the world. <laughs> Oh my god. Are you okay? <laughs> okay, keep going. Keep okay. going. Just ignore her. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't swallow what I was drinking until just now. I almost been... spit it on the floor just to get it out of my mouth. Oh my god, that would have been incredible. Uh, Next time, just spit it. Do it. Next okay. time, just go for it. Take I'm one sorry. for the team. Oh Total tuna moment. I'm so sorry. That was amazing. Uh, Your close to choking noise is incredible. <laughs> and, really and I think cute. that needs to be my new ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Just Kenyon slowly dying. <laughs> I couldn't She's even fine. handle it. Oh, she's fine. Walk it off. Hush, hush. All right. Go on. <laughs> Okay, it was believed that hashashins were under the influence of hashish, but but that's not really the major theory anymore, 
And I, it reminded me of our cannibalism episode when uh, the explorers came to the West Indies and they're like, oh, they're all, they eat all their dead people or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was just because sure. they didn't understand them and blah. Yeah. Stupid white people. Yeah. Classic. Classic colonialism. Okay. Whiteies. Uh, so obviously there have been a lot of assassinations throughout history, mm-hmm. uh, political and otherwise. And successful uh, and otherwise. Yes. Yep. <laughs> a lot in the Old Testament. Yep. Uh, Julius Caesar. I never thought about this, but Japanese ninjas were technically yeah. assassins. Oh, okay. So they're one of the earliest like groups of assassin, organized assassins. Dan and I mm. tried to watch Assassin's Creed last night with Michael Fassbender, and we oh couldn't get through it. It was so bad. I don't even so, know what uh, that is. I it's a movie a based on a video game. game. It's uh, based okay. on a video game. How made a good movie. could it be? Okay. You calm the fuck down. Uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Okay. Yep. Silent Hill. I stand my ground. <laughs> oh, Silent Hill's pretty good, though, actually. Uh, All right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. I was doing my research diligently, but we turned it off after like 45 minutes. It was so bad. So Amanda's section's going to be real short. It's going to be a recap <laughs> of the first six minutes of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I worked really hard for this episode. <laughs> I watched 45 so the, minutes of Assassin's Creed. A picture of Michael Fassbender on the blog. That's it. <laughs> that is it. Please. Oh my God. I'm Googling one right now. Continue with your segment. Amazing. Uh, the earliest group of hash hashes who, who carried out who carried out multiple murders were the Sakari in the year 6 AD. So this sounded familiar. I don't know. There was probably a fucking video game based on these two. They were probably. a group of Jewish. They were a group of Jewish zealots mm. <laughs> who who hid small daggers in their cloaks and they killed Romans and their sympathizers in public settings and then put their daggers back in their cloaks and vanished into the crowd. Just a group nice. of rogue Jews. Yeah, rogue those... cranky Jews. <laughs> yep. Oh <There's> t- <laughs> But I've also spent the whole weekend sick in bed uh, watching reruns of Game of Thrones. So all I could think of were those weird gold mask people. Mm. I don't watch but it. They're yeah, I know what you're talking they're about. They're not. They're not exactly subtle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, two words that are kind of exciting to know: regicide is mm. king killing. Mm-hmm which was big in the Eastern Roman Empire and a popular method of regicide was blinding and strangling while in the bathtub. Ooh, so that specific. reminded me of Amanda. Yeah, that's exactly how I'm going to die, but it's going to be like autoerotic asphyxiation <laughs> with a case to Totino video in the background on a loop. And autoerotic, like, blindfolding. Yeah, I'm fine with being found that way. She's at it again. She people. went happy. <laughs> yep. The way she came, choking and without sight and in a very wet, warm environment. DJing to Kristen Stewart in the bathtub. DJ Case 2. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, Tyrannicide is the assassination for personal political reasons. It's killing a tyrant. Mm -hmm. Okay, I heard that completely as, like, assassination of dinosaurs, like tyrannosauricide. (laughs) And I, being obsessed with Game of Thrones, was thinking of Tyrion Lannister. Totally. Yeah. Tyrion, tyrannicide. Kenyon, don't act like you know. Oh, yeah. He's one of them. 
Is he the short one? Yes. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> I just uh, know that I'm a Cersei. Cersei. You're Cersei. 1,000 Cersei. Oh, God. Stop. <laughs> but yes. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. You need to grow out your hair. Okay. And, and then cut it all off. braids. <clears throat> Shame. Oh, yeah. I'll stone you. Yes. I'll get you stoned. <laughs> okay. Modern assassination. Modern assassinations <laughs> are... Uh, today, more of a tool used between rulers themselves rather than like rando peasants or zealots, mm-hmm. probably due to like better technologies and bodyguards and whatever. Sure, it's sure, re- sure. usually not just a person on the street mm-hmm. or like in a bell tower Dis- or like a book depository. Distrust yep. of convertibles, <clears throat> I would say, mm-hmm. helps. Yeah. Yes. yes. True. Which actually, we'll get to that. Oh, God. Uh. I also thought, my notes are all over the place, if you haven't noticed. Mm -hmm. They're just little blips. But uh, in the U.S., four presidents were assassinated within 100 years, which I think is a lot. lot. Kind of a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. Do you you guys know which four presidents? JFK. Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln. Um, And those are the Uh, only two presidents I actually know, except for Obama. So I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I know that. Reagan was shot. Oh, well, there were 20 known attempts. Mm -hmm. Uh, 20 attempts. Who else? Uh, The big fat cat. Garfield. Garfield. And one who I believe is on Mount Rushmore, although I don't know. Actually, he has his own mountain. Huh? Yeah, that doesn't help me. He's got his own mountain. McKinley. Oh. Oh. Never would have gotten there. All right. I always forget he, is he ever existed. on Mount Rushmore, or does he just have his own mountain? No idea. He Don't probably think just he's has on his own Mount mountain. Rushmore. I'll look it up. You Don't can keep know. going. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I just want to tell you guys about my favorite political assassination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just run us through it real quick, because it's really fucking dumb. It's really fucking dumb. Love it. Mount Rushmore, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. Continue. The important ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, McKinley has a mountain. Nailed it. Uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Yep. And his wife, Sophie, Duchess of Hohenberg, mm. were assassinated in Sarajevo, which is in Bosnia, mm-hmm. on June 28th, 1914. Mm. Uh, you know, I remember learning about this in our European history class in high school, mm-hmm. and I was like really into it. But as I went through the Wikipedia entry for it and I was like doing all this secondary research and figuring out who this person was and where that place was. Yep. And it's really fucking confusing. It yeah. is the worst. So, my case takes place way in the way back, way back machine. And it was an absolute bitch to research. Hated it. Like my case is geography. also really convoluted. Yeah, it's cray. Yeah, I feel like. all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for all you people listening that definitely know this story better than I do, just don't even bother correcting me. <laughs> I'm going to forget what I'm about to say as soon as I say it, we so just don't even AP bother. We took test over 10 years ago. We don't need this information anymore. Amanda and I for sure <laughs> cheated oh, yeah. with each other on that AP test. Voltaire. We had, like, hand signals. And not only hand signals, but leg, leg sim- signals. Yep. 
Yep. It was great. Oh my God. <laughs> we can guess what Voltaire was Voltaire. with our leg signals. <laughs> Just got on our backs and put our legs in the air in a big V. Which we did and not we do in the testing room. Conspicuously. We didn't do that in the testing room. Yes, we did. Did we? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we God. did. Well, I, I remember getting a dirty look. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, they their cheating can't be that obvious. They're just fucking around. All right. They're not cheating. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, Ferdinand was the Archduke of Austria and heir presumptive, not to be confused with heir apparent. Because mm-hmm. again, Game of Thrones. Yep. Oh, Lows dear are fealty. <laughs> they're different. This entire episode brought to you by HBO's Game of Thrones. <laughs> heir presumptive to the Austro-Hungarian throne was shot to death. By a Serbian nationalist named Gavrilo Princip. Huzzah! Mm. <laughs> One of six assassins and a member of the Black Hand Society, mm. a.k.a. the Unification of Death, mm. which mm. wanted to unify ethnic Serb territories. See, it's fucking confusing and convolute, like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Also, if you're trying to recruit members to your ethno state, maybe unity of death <laughs> is, is unity not. Unity Unification or death. Oh, that makes, that makes a more lot sense. more sense. <laughs> I heard unity of death too. <laughs> well, Black Hand Society yeah. is a little yeah. foreboding mm-hmm. in itself. But a great podcast. Look it up. Black <laughs> Hand. So basically, they were pissed that Austria was like totes imperializing Bosnia. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these two, Franz and his wife Sophia, we're riding around Sarajevo in a totally open, old-timey convertible all day. Fabulous. So if we've learned anything from this episode, mm-hmm. don't fucking ride in a convertible. Don't, don't do get it. a take convertible. A page, take a page out of the Pope's note notebook. Mm-hmm. Convertibles are super unrealistic in Minnesota anyway. So, like, yeah. what are you doing? That's true. Just you shouldn't have one. Uh, they're checking out the armies in Sarajevo. And uh, first, another of the Black Hand dudes tried to bomb them. He threw a grenade into the car. Jesus. But the, but the bomb just rolled out of the car and, like, <laughs> blew up a guard and some people standing nearby. Oh. So that didn't work. And later that day, they went back to the same area to visit the wounded guard because I guess he didn't die. When they took a wrong turn, this is where the stupid shit happens. <laughs> they took a wrong turn and happened to pass 19-year-old Gavrilo Princip who was, again, one of these six planned assassin black hand guys uh-huh. who just happened to be loitering in the area. He wasn't purposely following them, I don't think, because they didn't plan on, like, circling back to go visit this guy. Sure. Yeah, they, they had failed the attempt earlier that day, and then mm-hmm. he was kind of just, like, dejected and, like, walking around. and Hanging I, out. I heard that he was getting a sandwich. <clears throat> I'm sure he was. Yeah. There's got to be a subway nearby. It's um, a pretty big city. Just dear God, not a Quiznos. Ye old oh, subway. Not a Quiznos. A Chichnos, as they call it in, in Bosnia. I like Quiznos. Plus, they took a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a total fluke that they drove past this 19-year-old sandwich-eating douchebag. Yep. And he sees the opportunity 
So this stupid fucking turn of events kicked off the goddamn First World War five weeks later, Mm -hmm. which basically led to the Second World War. Mm -hmm. So thanks, Obama. (laughs) (laughs) You were playing golf during the Second World War like an asshole. Oh, my God. Wearing a yellow dress. And Michelle was shopping. Yep. Yeah. Lazy mm-hmm. sons of bitches. Take down the goddamn Frida sign, you lazy sons of bitches. <laughs> All right. The goddamn Shriners. Oh, God. <clears throat> so uh, I have a list of uh, some political assassinations in history. Kind of boring. <laughs> we, can, we, I, can, we can move on if you skip want. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. <laughs> My skip case is it. really kind of long. <laughs> Great. Well, one thing I didn't know, Hitler had several attempts made mm-hmm. by sometimes his own soldiers and like other groups, but like a bunch of people were trying to kill him. And if you've seen Inglorious Bastards, mm-hmm. you already knew that, but. Based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There were also. <laughs> it's a civil frame for frame. <laughs> yeah. The civil rights movement, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Malcolm X, MLK. And Fred Hampton of the Black Panthers. Sure, sure. Did you know he was asleep when he was assassinated by the FBI? It's a good way That's to go. So sad. Uh, yeah. I'd rather be asleep than awake if I'm being assassinated. For the record. I guess. Yeah. I guess. NSA. I'd rather be in the tub. <laughs> More comfy. That too. Uh, knives, blades, car bombs, strangulation, exploding the, cigars. Uh, fucking drones, mm. or as we call it, targeted killing, yeah. which we can call self-defense because terrorism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking assassinations. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically any kind of mode, any weapon has been used, can be used. Um, and as far as a little bit of psychology for you, Hashashans spend a lot of time planning their attack. Mm-hmm. So that's like a common thread. So they're rarely an impulsive thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Unless you're this princeep guy in Bosnia, you get lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right place, right time. <clears throat> right sandwich. <laughs> right sandwich. <laughs> Down with Quiznos. <laughs> About 25% of actual attackers are delusional. Yeah. Like, psychiatrically speaking, uh, while 60% of, quote, near-lethal approachers are delusional. So those would be people who attempt an attack or maybe get close to the person, but they don't actually successfully pull it off. Okay. Oh, so the delusional ones are less likely to be successful. Correct. You could also read those numbers as mental instability plays a big role in modern-day assassinations. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of paranoia and obsession goes into this as well, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the more delusional, the less likely they are to actually succeed, as Kenyon just said. Mm-hmm. So about two thirds of uh, assassins or, you know, wannabes um, have been arrested previously, not necessarily for violent crimes like this. Uh, 44% have a history of depression and about 39% have a history of substance abuse. Okay. So, I mean, it should go without saying that you got to be a little bit fucked up to want to go out and kill a political right, figure. Right, or at but. least dealing with a lot of issues. 
Mm. Yeah. Really rough That's stuff. what I meant yep. to say. Totally. Very <laughs> sensitive, La. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of our As sponsor tax our sponsor tax piece? <laughs> Layman's terms, a little, a little messed up in the head, mm-hmm. a little fuckity, uh-huh. a little, little fuckity. But you know, I'm not gonna defend assassins, of so they're fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yep. But on that note, love it. All right, talk space. <laughs> But like for Is real, that though, let's talk about segue. Let's to talk, talk about talk space for a minute. I don't know. Well, I told you my notes were all jumbly. That's the end of my notes. All, all of right. a sudden, They're perfect. sorry. Okay. All right. Well, if your brain feels a jumble, Fuckity. and if you're looking for some direction, mm-hmm. um, if you're watching too much twenty-four hour news cycle. <laughs> Getting a little too upset mm-hmm. about yeah. the state of affairs yeah. in the world today. Which, or if can you're we just, blame you? Uh, not taking good care of yourself, and we should mm-hmm. all be taking better care of ourselves, including mm-hmm. our mental health. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why not check out today's sponsored talk space? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god <laughs> horrible segue but actually a really wonderful program it is it's, a really wonderful program yeah, it's a genius all three of us are fucked up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't think we're probably not gonna go assassinate anyone anytime Today. soon kenyon's too far away mm. yeah i don't know and but I'm too even tired. though i'm far away <laughs> i can still use talk space because absolutely it's an online therapy company that mm-hmm. uh, makes it mm-hmm. easy to connect you with an experienced licensed therapist handpicked just for you for as little as $32 a week. Yup. 100% <laughs> worth it. 100% um, worth it. You can uh, use text, audio, video messages whenever you want from wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Including it's South ridiculously Africa. It's so convenient. It's like it takes away almost every obstacle that you have, like if you're trying to go to therapy or like physically get out of the house. It really does. And I've, you know, you'll have and I have had those situations where you just like encounter something really tough at work or maybe with a friend or just in your day to day life that you don't see coming. And then you literally reach for the phone in your pocket and you can run this situation past a trained professional who is like custom picked to be matched with you. And they can give you some amazing insight and just help you work through even what might seem like the simplest of issues for me and like my mental health and my anxiety. It's those little things that add up. And though I am a podcaster, I have terrible phone anxiety. I don't like calling people i have a hard time even calling and making appointments that are important and my friends Mm -hmm. have to get after me for just like appointments for my you know my managing my diabetes and my health and whatever and so to have somebody that i can text when i'm having a problem is yeah so much better for me because Mm -hmm. then i'm not getting anxiety about (laughs) reaching out to someone to help me with my anxiety it's like such a vicious cycle for so for someone in my position for sure this is an incredibly, incredibly valuable program. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I had so much anxiety about breaking up with my last therapist because I didn't mm-hmm. like her very much. Mm-hmm. Not not a talk space person, an in-person <laughs> person. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. What if you could have just texted her? It would have right? been over. It would have been like, great. What if, what if in real on. life breakups could be like that? 
so easy. I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. And I'm can using... you just ghost your therapist? No. I mean, you can, but you're going to get a bill. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you're going to get a bill. You're going to pay for it. <laughs> um, you can... A ghosting fee? <laughs> Mine literally does. Um, <laughs> you hurt my feelings. 25%. You can get $30 off your first month of Talkspace and... Mm-hmm. More critically, show your support for this podcast because they're mm. definitely tracking everyone who uses our <clears throat> promo code. So yep. check out talkspace.com forward slash gals, G-A-L-S, for $30 mm. off your first month of mm-hmm. Talkspace. It's completely confidential. It's convenient. It's affordable. Everybody deserves it. Everybody needs the opportunity to have this kind of service for them. So give it a try. You can cancel if you don't like it. You know, you can find somebody else if you're not psyched on the person that you were paired with. There's really no risk. And you should treat your brain. So do it. Treat your brain. <laughs> treat All your right. brain. Mm-hmm. And stop watching the news for Christ's sake. Well, <laughs> it's depressing. Take a break. Take a break. Okay. Moving that on. That said. <clears throat> My case ties in with the news. Oh, um. great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course. Well, okay. Well, I guess I don't know what your case is, so I can't make the joke that I was going to make. So never okay. mind. Well, I had to pick a Russian because it's me. Oh, my God. That's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> oh. Speaking of the news. Yep. <laughs> you know me. Dead hecto, well. y'all. Oh, my God. Russia hack. But her emails. (laughs) But her emails. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Okay, so I picked a Russian case. Uh, It was also timely because, you know, Vladimir Putin is going to be our new overlord. Um, It's going to be new President Putin. (laughs) Um, Also, it's a little bit of a rabbit hole and a bit confusing, but I tried to make it clear, but just bear with me. Also, I've had half a bottle of wine. Oh, right there with well, you, would sister. Be, would it be Putin Pence 2018 <laughs> or whatever? Pants? What year is it? Poopy Putin pants. Pence. Poopy pants. Poopin' <laughs> <laughs> okay. Copyright that button right now. I don't think we're even oh like mature enough to handle my case right we're now. Soup's not. Bring it on. No. All right. I'm so jacked up on cough medicine right now. It is not safe for me to be around an open flame, which I am. <laughs> okay. If I just go silent, will you guys call the police? No. Yes. We need to get this recording done. We're on a really tight schedule. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so we're I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine. Okay. So Alexander Litvinenko, I'm, that's how I am choosing to pronounce it. Okay. Um, Nailed it. It was a former KGB agent and then um, also part of the successor agency to the KGB, which the KGB basically kind of dismantled at the fall of the Soviet Union. But then the new like Russian secret service is called the FSB. Okay. Okay. So Mm, USB. That's so, all you took from this. <laughs> yep. Litvinenko uh, specialized in tackling organized crime for the Russian Secret Service. Um, in 1998, he became a whistleblower, which is not a good look for nope. a Russian. For a Russian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, along with some colleagues at the FSB, 
he publicly accused several of his superiors of ordering the assassination of a certain Russian oligarch. Um, so he, he blew, blew the whistle, basically, of some of his higher-ups at the FSB. Four months later, he is arrested on charges of, quote, exceeding the authority of his position. Okay. Which doesn't sound like those should be criminal charges, but they are. Hmm. Um, he was acquitted, then rearrested on the same charges uh, a few months later. So apparently, like, double jeopardy is not a thing in Russia. Um, mm. And then the case was finally, ultimately dismissed. Okay, so he's not in jail. Okay. Um, but it was an 18-month or so ordeal. And I think he was probably held in prison while going through, the, you know, this process. Sure. So yeah. it's pretty shitty. It's Russia. Yeah. So, um, what what year was this? Like the started, 90s? Started in 98. So it's Russia. Okay. The, the Soviet Union is dismantled, but it's yep. still like mm-hmm. early days of Russia. Right? right. So, like, jeans are still really expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. The, the important stuff. So Levi's <laughs> still pricey. Got it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... He doesn't want to run the risk of being rearrested again, which apparently could happen. So he and his family basically defect um, to London. So sure, it's not technically defecting because it's not the Soviet Union anymore, but he basically defected. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the UK grants his family asylum in recognition that they were being persecuted by the Russian government. Okay? Okay. So he is an asylee in the UK. <laughs> is that a real word? I think so. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, it's like cough medicine. <laughs> It goes really well with vodka. <laughs> vodka. Jesus. Soup's dangerous. I'm out of wine. Be careful. Well, if you're out of wine, do not mix cough medicine and vodka. That is a terrible replacement for wine. I'll stay out of the bathtub. <laughs> oh, God. It's fine. Oh, no. All oh, right. Jesus Christ. Somebody in Des Moines, <laughs> help Lucy. Okay. I'm fine so she has a husband she's fine (laughs) for the next six years things are pretty calm and things are good you know for Litvinenko he uh Mm -hmm. becomes a journalist and a consultant for the British intelligence services uh so Russia is perhaps not thrilled about this because he's a former KGB agent Um, yeah so he's probably divulging some secrets um it's also very likely that he actually worked as an MI6 agent or something akin to that um, while he was in the UK, but obviously they're not going to confirm or deny that, right? Okay. I have a, I have a dumb question that is on par with Holland Oats. Perfect. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I thought I can never tell or remember if it's MI6 or M16. Same. 
I was gonna ask oh, the same okay. thing. Thank God I'm not the only one. <laughs> well, okay. But it's I'm hard. really dumb, so that's not a good sign for you. <laughs> Whatever. MI6 is the like British spies. It's James Bond. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What does it stand for? We'll never know. Mission Impossible sure. Six starring. That, oh, Tom that's Cruise. how I'll remember it. If that helps you remember, that's great. I actually don't know the answer, but I'm guessing the I stands for intelligence, but I don't know. Like Her mm. Majesty's Intelligence Service? Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Um Okay. Da, da, da. And then M16 is the gun, and I don't know how you remember that. Because sixteen year olds really like guns. Love them. Well, MI6 people carry M16s. No, that's going to confuse you. Okay. So. Uh, I'm already, I already <laughs> forgot what it actually is. Let's just move on. Oh, God. Okay. So Litvinenko, while he's in the UK, he publishes two books, uh, one of which claims that the Russian Secret Service actually staged various domestic terrorist acts, which they had blamed uh, on Chechen separatists at the time. Mm-hmm in order to help Vladimir Putin come to power. So I'm going to explain this for a sec. The terrorist acts in question included a series of apartment bombings in Russia in 1999, mm-hmm. which left almost 300 people dead. Oh, my God. And injured more than a thousand. I feel like I remember this. I feel like this was on the news a lot. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, apartment bombing people. It was pre 9 11, and it's right. a, I mean, three huge terrorist attacks in mm-hmm. the span of like 12 days. Yeah. In Russia. Ew, that's um, awful. Yeah, so 300 people dead. And at the time, Putin was the newly appointed prime minister, and his handling of the crisis like really boosted his popularity. Um, and he kind of became like a national hero. And then use that position to like solidify his control mm, going then, forward. Yeah. Did he do it? Well, that's what Litvinenko, our protagonist, um, is claiming <laughs> in one of his books. Got it. Okay. okay. I'm picturing Michael's Fassbender as this guy. <laughs> Don't worry, I put that picture on the drive so you can see Michael Fassbender in this fucking movie. I see it. Oh my god. <laughs> it's I like his cloak. I don't want to burst your bubble because he does not look like Michael Fassbender. God damn it. Um, okay. Anyway, <clears throat> so he alleges in his book that Putin planned these attacks and had the Russian Secret Service carry them out in order to solidify his control and spread, like, fear amongst the public so that they would want, like, a strong man leader who was, like, tough on, like, law and order, right? Right. Sounds familiar. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, Mm -hmm. there's actually a lot of evidence backing up Litvinenko's claims. Um, So, basically... I told you there were three bombings in rapid succession in three different yep. Russian cities. Right. A fourth bomb was discovered undetonated in a fourth city. Oh, but really? Lo- okay. <clears throat> but local police were really quick to arrest the people responsible for planting this fourth bomb because it went undetonated. They were able to get fingerprints and whatever. And so within just a few days, they arrested the people that had planted the bomb. Oh, shit. My God. But, oops, 
Whoopsie. Turns out those people were FSB agents. Oh. <clears throat> oh, for fuck's sake. Uh-oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so Moscow, like, scrambled to put out a statement saying that it was a training exercise and they were trying to, like, uh, by planting this bomb, mm, ca- okay. catch the real bombers. And- cute. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Real cute. And uh, the agents were released uh, on the government's orders. All right. Okay. So, sure. So, Lipinenko. Like to Burger King. To me. Yeah. So, Lipinenko, like, clearly knows what he's fucking talking about, and he's writing all these books, like, blowing up Putin's spot, right? From uh-huh. London. Okay. He also accuses Putin of ordering the assassination of, like, other people, including this Russian journalist who publicly criticized him. So he's just blowing up Putin's shit. Um, So to speak. Right. Without actual bombs. With a pen, not a sword. Oh, Oh. shut up. (laughs) Poetic. (laughs) You suck. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, so the final straw is that uh, Litvinenko was set to testify in an upcoming trial in Spain about uh, Russian politicians, including Putin's uh, mafia ties. Okay, Okay, this isn't going to go well, but okay. Final straw, right? So it's uh, November 2006. Litvinenko um, is called to a meeting at the Millennium Hotel in London's illustrious Mayfair neighborhood. Okay. Okay. He did not check out. No. Hotel The Millennium Roach Hotel. (laughs) Oh, Russians check in. But they don't check out. (laughs) Fuck. Trump, Trump, okay. Trump, Trump. Oh my Trump. god! Oh my Too god! <laughs> she's kidding. She's so kidding. Oh my god! She's kidding. Of course okay. she's she voted kidding. for Trump. It's Kenya who voted for Trump. Don't not I me. get it? Don't even say that. It gets under my. The skin. records are public. She had to flee the country to South Africa. Stop it! That's the Don't real that. story. All right. Because of your emails. <laughs> okay. So nobody wants to see my emails. Okay. No. They're really boring. I've seen them. <laughs> the They're area really best Kenyan. Um, <laughs> That's so passive aggressive. I, I hate that. I, I hate love that it. too. I do it though. Okay. So the area is upscale and generally very secure. Uh, in fact, uh, the heavily guarded U.S. embassy is right next door to this hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Weird. The hotel itself has f- almost 50 CCTV cameras, um, and they work on a time-lapse system, so they take an image every two seconds, and then they save that those images for 31 days unless you want to, like, you know, then tape them and save them forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see where this is going. But remember, it's 2006, so the footage is still pretty choppy and pretty blurry. It's not as good as it is now. Um, the f- <laughs> ancient times, ancient times. <laughs> it does capture Andre Lugavoy going hmm. with that. Big boy, big boy, Andre, okay. big boy, Andre, big boy, <laughs> a former Kremlin bodyguard and KGB agent, along with his family. What? Yep, he brought his wife and kids to his assassination mission. Oh, cover! It was a cover. It was my his cover. God. They were on vacation. Yeah, but his ac- 
actual wife and actual children. Yeah. Yep. Um, so his wife is Svetlana and his kids are Galina and Igor. Okay, of course they are. Could you get more wow. Russian than any of this? <laughs> I know, I love it. The answer is no, you cannot. <laughs> Galina, Illinois. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so Lugavoy, <laughs> Lugavoy is even wearing a scarf with the colors of Moscow's popular soccer team. Which like So he's saying staying super inconspicuous is what you're saying. Look at me, I'm Russian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. I mean with my he's... son Igor. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and my wife Svetlana. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. M F G. Her lips are real. <laughs> <laughs> so is her handbag. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Igor will actually come back in. So of course he will. Pay attention to eight-year-old <laughs> Igor. Okay. okay. <laughs> got my eye on him. He's only got one eye too, probably. <laughs> okay. Hotel video surveillance also caught a Dmitri Kovtun. This is the last name, I swear. Um. Another former Good, because my ears are bleeding. <laughs> Another I got blood all over my Susio headphones. <laughs> studio headphones. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you're okay. so drunk on cough syrup, you can't even talk properly. Glad <laughs> your portion's Susio. over. <laughs> all right. So, Cove Tune is another former KGB agent. Um, his story is kind of interesting because he was serving in East Germany when the Soviet Union collapsed. Mm-hmm. So they basically, everyone that was serving in that embassy was just like fucked because they weren't given any warning. Oh, okay. It was like, oh, now you aren't in the Soviet Union anymore. Now you're right. in Germany and bye. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jesus. anyway, he claims political asylum in Germany for a while. And then according to his wife. He was an aspiring porn star. The worst credential ever is if you're simply aspiring, but you're not actually a porn star. (laughs) I'm trying, but it's not going very well. (laughs) You legit can't make this shit up. So KGB agent turned (laughs) aspiring porn star turned, okay, back to basically a KGB agent. Right. Okay, he goes back to Russia and just, like, is recruited by the Secret Service again. He couldn't I feel perform. like it's not a big leap, though. Like, well, KGB, porn star. P-O-R-M. There's an, There's overlap. You probably have to sex some randos as a KGB <sighs> star. KGB oh Exactly. I bet you yeah. do have to sex a lot of randos. Yeah. I watched yeah. the what Americans. What are the job perks? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so... uh. Lugavoy, the first guy, the one with his family and the scarf, uh, Uh was an old acquaintance of Litvinenko's. But the two Mm -hmm. really hadn't been in contact at all since Litvinenko defected to the UK. Uh That is until November 2006 when Lugavoy calls up Litvinenko out of the blue to be like, hey, I'm in London. Don't ask me how I have your number. Uh Do you want to meet up? Talk porn? Yeah. <laughs> talk porn? Swap stories? <laughs> that's the other guy, but sure. Sword fight? Yeah, he wants they to talk g- about porn. They can still talk porn, yeah. even if it's the other guy. 
I'm thinking of breaking into the porn industry, and I really want to get to know what you got going on. (laughs) I'm pouring. Don't ask me how I got your number. So I get on your level. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Okay. (laughs) So calls them up. That's obviously like suspicious as fuck. So like, if you defect from Russia and then Uh a, a former KGB agent friend calls you up, you're gonna be suspicious, right? Don't answer. Screen that phone yeah, call. Yeah, if right. I don't know who you are, I'm not answering the phone. You have a Russian, like, country code. If it's important, I'll, you'll leave a message. Yeah, exactly. Just text me. Mm-hmm. Just fucking text me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, how I'm uh, squaring it is that Litvinenko was working for MI6, so he would have uh, an incentive to take the meeting to try to get as much information as he could out of this old acquaintance of his. I suppose right? that's true. Yeah. So I guess that's how I'm trying to square it. Cause otherwise it's like, why would you like, obviously he's trying to kill you. Why would you right. go to this meeting? Right. Um, but maybe he thought he could turn him or get information or whatever. So they meet up at the millennium hotel bar, which is Lucy's favorite hobby is yep. hotel bars. <laughs> yeah. I love hotel bars. Me too. So nice. This time next week, I'll be in a hotel bar napkins. at the Bellagio. Oh, oh lucky. Mm-hmm. They're always so clean. They have the best bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Everyone's so nice. I Ugh. can't wait to poop at the Bellagio. <laughs> Oh my god, take photos. I will. I'll snap you. Not of your poop, but you know, mm, of late. everything else. Too late. <laughs> too late. You're not even there yet. Too late. <laughs> I feel like every episode I suspect you of being on the toilet while we're recording. No. no. Submit your request in writing and I will respond in seven to ten business days. Amanda sapled carpet all over her bathroom for the sound. Yeah, I'm <laughs> There's not no above echo. It. <laughs> Although I wouldn't know where to put my rubber duck collection, which I do have, so I can't do that. She does. OMG. Okay, it's really I've cute. Seen it. So anyway, Litvinenko uh, goes to this hotel bar to meet up, but he kind of is known for not drinking alcohol. Dumb. So, Conveniently, <laughs> just kidding. To each their own. You totally don't have to drink alcohol. We really want to support all of our sober listeners, and we love you. Bye. Litvinenko <laughs> was not lit, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> not lit. Vinenko, <laughs> not lit. Vinenko, and conveniently, Lugavoy was already there ahead of time and had already ordered a pot of tea, which was sitting there when Litvinenko arrived. Hmm. Poisoned. Yeah, yeah, this isn't looking good. So, God. don't like eat or drink f- anything that wasn't prepared in front of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you didn't bring yourself. Right. Um, he sips the tea, like two or three sips. Who knows why? Um, at first, he feels fine. But two weeks later, he is lying in a hospital bed, mortally ill. And mortarly, mortarly, <laughs> brick and mortarly Mort- ill. <laughs> He's in a hospital in Mordor, <laughs> <laughs> mortally ill <laughs> and deteriorating <laughs> rapidly. Two oh, weeks later. That's that's some good poison. Yeah. 
They do not have that on Game of Thrones. Need yeah, to know what kind of poison lays dormant for two weeks so that you can hide your you trash. Because that sounds that's good. incredible. You shall. All right. Oh, there God. are other downsides, and we'll get to them. Okay. Do you have a recipe? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's one ingredient. So his <laughs> his heart rate was erratic. His major organs were all <clears throat> failing. Jesus. In, including his bone marrow, which what your bone marrow can fail? Right. Well, yeah, it's like a living thing. Yeah. Within your I bones. Am. What does it do? It just has your cells in it. Does it like flow? Doesn't it just kind of sit there? Yeah, like I padding? actually super don't know. Finish right? your story and I'll be reading about bone marrow. Like I okay. know, yeah. I know that bone marrow is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. And I know about leukemia and everything, but I don't know what it does. Yeah. Anyway, it tastes I'm seeing good. what bone oh, marrow right. purpose brings up in my Google searches. <laughs> okay. All right. So there's a lot of oh, DNA okay, okay. in this it. This is super easy. Bone marrow mm. is the spongy tissue found inside of bones. This is like the layman's reason. Mm-hmm. It contains cells that produce white blood cells, red blood cells, and platelets inside larger oh. bones, such as the spine. So it contributes Kinda to important. all <laughs> of the major cells in your bloodstream. Okay, all right. Cool. So we should have known that. <laughs> we are not Dr. Nandy. How could we fucking know that? Nandy is slapping himself across the face right now. I hope Nandy stopped listening like 10 episodes ago. <laughs> For his own we sake. miss him. Also, we love you. I, hope, miss you, Dr. I Nandy. hope he didn't hear my in episode-long botched uh, pulmonary embolism versus heart attack. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Debacle. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. Okay, amazing. So that was a great correction, though. So, thank you to whoever sent us that. Thank you, all thirty of you that corrected me. <laughs> You're so <laughs> right. Okay, so <laughs> we're still getting emails. <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry. Okay, so <laughs> medical staff. Uh, Suspected poisoning of some kind, but they were completely baffled about what the poison could be. Right. uh, Because nothing could really be detected in his bloodstream. Like, it was a total mystery. Yeah. Um, All right. Still, Lipvinenko, badass, mustered his last reserves of strength on his literal (laughs) deathbed um, in order to be interviewed by Scotland Yard. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, my God. And because he was a former (laughs) KGB agent, he was able to give like a really detailed description of everything that went down and who was involved and what his, uh, you know, suspicions were. So he was like, so his, so his mental faculties weren't impaired by this poison. Doesn't sound like it. Or he was just like. Really no, he was just Superman. sick as fuck, but his yeah. his memory and his brain were still intact for the most part. Yeah, he sounds is like Michael it. Fassbender. He is. <laughs> um, so he was like, uh, this is Putin. Putin ordered this, you know, their secret service and they poisoned me and fuck. Okay, mm. so he gives he, he gives his full like testimony to investigators in several interviews before he slips into a coma and then dies. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So 
Before his trip to London, Cove Toon, porn star, um, (laughs) (laughs) had reportedly bragged to a friend that he was carrying a, quote, very expensive poison. All right. It's always but, someone bragging. Didn't I do a story about someone bragging at a party? Oh, yeah. The fucking uh, Crimes the of Passion farmer. episode. Yeah, Crimes oh, of Passion. He fucking bragged to a friend at a party about burying a body like two years prior. And that's how you fucking get caught. Call Dudes need to keep your fucking mouth shut. And we'll change your name yeah. when we talk about it on the podcast. Exactly. God. <laughs> you have yeah. to brag to someone. Also, email it to our Gmail unsecured email account. (laughs) Not a great uh, secret service agent if you're bragging to friends about the poison that you're carrying on your mission. No. Yeah. Like I feel like how big your dick is. Kind of secret service agent I would be. (laughs) I know. Oh my god, you guys will not believe. Just I bet you. I bet you that they were on the subject of being porn stars. And he's like, well, my dick is this big. And his friend was like, well, my dick is this big. And he's like, well, I'm carrying poison. Well, I got poison, yeah. so fuck you. It was just a one-upmanship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. He was drunk. It's whatever. Okay. so I'm drunk. I'm ass. not giving anyway, away any secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Nailed it. <laughs> Ken nailed it. Be our next bracelet. <laughs> nailed it. Oh god, this is the drunkest right. I've been on an episode in a while. So Same. Enjoy How, it. How's that thick mouth feel? It's so <laughs> thick. I told you this would be easy to drink. This is a problem. <laughs> I know. It's like drinking Jello. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so. He knew that the two assassins knew (laughs) (laughs) that they were carrying a poison, but they didn't know, apparently, uh, that the poison that they were carrying was also radioactive. No. (laughs) What the fuck is this poison? Tell us. Tell us. Best story ever. Oh, did his his big porn dick fall off? Dick fell off. His dick fell off. Uh, you guys, his dick fell off. Hey, everyone. Telephone. His dick fell off. Oh, shit. I just remembered that the window in this room is open. His and dick I'm fell off. Screaming, his dick fell off to all of my neighbors. The cops are going to show up at any moment. His dick fell off. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, wait, it grew back. It It grew back. It's fine. Detachable penis. I love that song. Okay. So. Oh, God, I'm sweating. (laughs) All right. Lugavoy, the family man with the scarf, uh, he even had his eight-year-old son shake Litvinenko's hand just minutes after he had ingested the poison. Right. Igor's dead. Yeah, so I don't know what happened to Igor, Why? but like, be, well, just uh, to play it off, just to be like, okay, here's my son, and now, of course now I we're going to head out. You. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it just ca- as- it caused it caused his eyes to bulge and to develop a severe stoop <laughs> hunchback. <laughs> but and he became really good at science. Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> 
All right, so the poison in question was polonium-210, which uh, is only produced in nuclear reactor facilities. Writing this down. Yeah, I'm like, take (laughs) notes. Can you spell polonium? No. And... (laughs) (laughs) Not because she's unwilling, but because she's literally uncapable. (laughs) Uncapable. Sorry. You're drunker than I am. We're toasted. Oh fuck. Okay. I love these episodes. Okay, so. Uncapable. His dick fell off. <laughs> All right. Um, the production of polonium two ten was discontinued in most countries. Uh, and today, excuse it me, is uncontinued. Wonder- <laughs> Shut up. First of all. <laughs> Second of all, wonder why it makes your tick fall off. It's very dangerous. Oh my god. I don't want to work with that. I don't even have a dick. I wouldn't want to work with that. All right. So today, polonium 210 is only produced in Russia. So. <laughs> Excellent. (laughs) Forensic forensic examination even determined which Russian nuclear facility this particular polonium was produced in. No. Oh, for fuck's sake. Let me just draw you a map to exactly (laughs) who I am and where I got this. (laughs) And who I work for. Um, Here's a list of references that can corroborate that I took this Plutonium. Oh my god. Well, now we know how Robert Mueller's gonna die, so. Pretty much. Oh my god, that's so true. Oh my god, what's that? Soup's true. Don't drink any tea, Robert Mueller. But I really like tea. Oh, but I'm not him, so it's cool. Okay. (laughs) Oh, wait, I'm not him. Oh, wait, I mean, I'm not him, and I can totally drink tea. All right, polonium is designed to trigger a, quote, a slow, torturous, and spectacular demise in its victims. Beautiful phrasing. Like fireworks? Yeah, sounds like it. (sighs) Um, Initial symptoms appear mild, meaning the victim is not likely to suspect that they've been poisoned, and then it gives the poisoners time to escape. Yeah, Um, ample time. Yeah, ample time. Two weeks. uh, yeah, and Kovtun and Lugovoy both went back to Russia, like, immediately. Um, Wait, which one's is the porn one? Kovtun. Oh. Oops. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. They're, uh, they're, uh, they're one and the same. I okay. just kept thinking that Ligament was the porn guy. And Ligament. Coveman was not, I didn't pay attention that he even existed. Sorry, continue. I'm assuming they're all in porn. Probably. Whatever. Ligament is the family man with the scarf. <laughs> right. Okay. I got them all mixed up. <laughs> I missed the scarf part. He's wearing with the, his... with the wife. No, you didn't. He was wearing like the Russian soccer scarf. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a shirt. No. Okay. Okay. Well, right. we just that's very flamboyant. Over and go over all oh my god! The no, again. no. <laughs> I'm sorry. There are a lot of names. I'm really trying. Okay, I fucking so. love this story <laughs> so much. So we Me can too. just skip my segment even... and keep going. I love it. <laughs> okay. I almost right. said it. He hasn't even died yet, but I think he died already. <laughs> no, he's dead. 
okay. <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Polonium is tasteless, colorless, and odorless. Uh, and it is also difficult for medical experts to detect once ingested. So the okay. perfect poison. You would is think. Is he still in Spain? Two weeks later, is he back in Britain? No, he's dead. <laughs> no, but did he die in Spain? I'm dying. Or did he die in Britain? He died in Britain. All this took place in okay. Britain. He was just scheduled to testify soon uh, okay. in Spain. But he, so he never yet. went to Spain. He didn't, he, uh, did, he didn't go to Spain. Oh, my story talks about Spain. Maybe we should start over. No. <laughs> oh, dear God. All right. So... At the time of the assassination, um, <laughs> Russia was unaware uh, that Western Russia. allies <laughs> had developed technology to trace polonium. Oh, so okay. Ru- Russia thought that what they were using was like completely traceless. Right. Um, Jokes on you, assholes. Yeah, fuck yeah. you, Russia. For real, <laughs> because actually uh, they were able to trace it. Like the the literal trail of radiation, like fucking breadcrumbs. Yikes. Oh my god, mm-hmm. this just gets better. It's better amazing. Better. So, oh my god, surveillance footage at the hotel shows both Lugovoy and Kovtun, family man and porn star, okay. going into <laughs> the men's toilets before the meeting, and the radiation readings in the men's toilets were off the charts. Oh my god. Oh my god. So While they weird jerked each other off. Coming from the men's room. <laughs> yeah. So it was on uh, the door, on the toilet like flush handle. Wow. On the on the hand dryer. Just like Are com- you sure they weren't just using a black light? <laughs> it's it's a men's room. room. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing is just so like a luminol flush. Room raiders. With this much radiation <laughs> was there were there residual issues for porn star and Oh yes. Lug, there Lug, must Lugnut have been. or whatever his name is. We will get to it. We will get to it. Oh good. Okay. There will be justice. Right. Great. Um sort of. All right. So, uh, there were also oh, no. readings in Lugnut's hotel room. Um, and so he is suspected of having. Of having. Of literally just pouring the leftover polonium down the sink in what? his hotel room because he didn't wow. know that it was. Radioactive. Uh, but he knew it was poison. Yeah, but he didn't think that like a little bit of poison no. in the in uh-uh. the water in the table. city's water system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. It all comes back to your faucet, my friends. Read mm. it and weep. Whatever you're pouring <laughs> down the drain. It's all getting yeah. fucking treated. If you live in a city, it's all getting fucking <clears throat> treated and like mm-hmm. separated from sewage. Mm-hmm. And going back into the flow. Mm-hmm. He didn't give a shit though. Yeah, he doesn't live there. Oh, I am mad. He poured it. He's down just the on sink. vacation with his family. He poured it down the sink, and then the contamination levels in the sink pipe were staggering. So, oh just to God. give you a sense, the the levels in the bathroom where they think they were like actually pouring the the polonium into the teapot. 
in question. The highest was like 5,000 whatevers per whatever. Um, And that's what killed the guy. Yeah, on the hand dryer in the men's toilet. The contamination levels in the sink were 390,000. What? Whoa. What? Whatevers. So it because could, it was like direct contact. Yeah, 390,000 whatevers? Yeah. Whatevers? <laughs> <laughs> what is that unit of measurement? That unit is off the chain. <laughs> Becquerel? Off the chain. I've never even heard of Becquerels. I've also I it's also cited as something per seconds. I don't fucking Count. know. Oh god, I'm not this, a we're scientist. in over our heads. Yeah, whatever. All right, no. I'm almost done. Back I'm almost out. Done. Can't wait for the emails right. we're gonna get about this episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> we don't care. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> don't bother. We love we love your emails that compliment us and your emails that correct us. We don't enjoy as much. Some yeah. of them are fair, yeah. but this involves a lot of geography, world history, <laughs> science. We don't give a shit. Please stop. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you're all re- if you're already typing, just stop. This is getting yeah. savage, y'all. Okay. okay. Savage. So, we love you. Almost done, almost done, almost done. Last bits. So alpha radiation contamination was detected on the teapot at the table where they sat. Even in the dishwasher of the hotel kitchen. <gasps> oh my god, they I didn't think about that. Bitch, all the staff. Everything. Yeah. They reuse those dishes for guests. Yep. Oh yep. my god. Oh my fucking god. He better have left a good tip. So it <laughs> and then it and then just the tip. If I'ma get radiation poisoning, I better make at least twenty percent off of this table <laughs> that only ordered tea for some inexplicable reason. Yeah, yeah fuck, fuck off. you. Fuck yeah. you. It's half price god. apps at this hotel bar. <laughs> you fucking cheap ass. <laughs> but also it's London, so that tea was like seventy pounds. <laughs> Um, anyway, okay. (laughs) So, yeah, they put it in the dishwasher. So then all those other dishes, which were then reused, and it's radiation poisoning. So it's not like a dishwasher is going to wash it off. So basically, the whole fucking place is infected, right? Excellent. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, Alexander Litvinenko's final words were reportedly, quote, it's Putin. <laughs> no, it was Russian Putin. collusion. Come closer. It was Putin. <laughs> no, the emails. <laughs> you guys are way closer than you think. So it was. Oh my no. God! Was it the emails? <laughs> no. But this is 2006. He knew. He knew. All right. He said, "Quote: You may." I'm with her. Oh my God. <laughs> Grab her by the pussy. Oh my fucking god! I can't kill Billy. What's his name? So sweaty, and I'm crying so much. I am also so sweaty. Okay, (laughs) me too. It's really hot. My (sighs) swoob is out of control right now. (laughs) Okay, so he said, "Quote: 
You may succeed in silencing one man, but the howl of protest from around the world, Mr. Putin, will reverberate in your ears for the rest of your life. I have such goosebumps. <laughs> but that's my new Twitter bio. I feel. Oh my God. First of all, yes. Second of all, I don't feel like. I mean, if there was a howl of protest, I haven't heard it. <laughs> The world's got bigger shit to fry yeah, we have at this Trump. particular moment. <laughs> we have a lot to do. Honestly, Putin Ugh. is comforting at this point because someone <laughs> is steering the ship. Oh, my God. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> that is. No, but right. like, I don't You're think that wrong. those could even be someone's last words when <laughs> all of his major organs were failing. I feel like my last words would be like, chap. Stick. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> I don't My bird die flew with a tampon in. Take <gasps> out my tampon. Oh my god, take oh, out my tampon. Mine would be like unhook my bra more dino nuggets, please. <laughs> Can we unhook my bra? <laughs> bring the chapstick. Pass the honey mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have medical alert bracelets for when we're on our period that yes. just says, please take out my tampon? <laughs> please check for a tampon. If found, please remove if dying. <laughs> Don't worry. The wonderful Lil Wishes crafts that make our wine and crime bracelets, I'm sure they can fit that on a bangle. <laughs> I want mine to say side of ranch. <laughs> no, ranch is horrible. I, uh, are you fucking kidding? I approve I love this ranch. message. Okay, last <laughs> last bit. So, Koftun, porn star, was uh, <laughs> hospitalized in Russia for radiation poisoning. Go figure. Oh, shot. <laughs> <laughs> Still denies any involvement. You only Just- dropped... 300 something whatever's thousand whatever's down a drain you deserve and, it and also like same time that the other guy's in the hospital and he's suffering from radiation poisoning and his thing is like coincidence what what of it <laughs> um, i don't also, know i just work here so I- <laughs> I don't really know if he ever became a porn star. That's all I know about him. But after the investigation, uh, the UK demanded that Russia extradite the other guy, Lugavoy. Um, and Russia refused. Ah. And then later, uh, Putin bestowed upon Lugavoy a medal of honor for services rendered to the fatherland. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. And, but it's and- Russia. Now, Lugavoy slash Lugnut is a member of the Russian parliament. <gasps> now, today? Yep, the end. Currently? Yep. You are joking. Nope, it's true. Lugnut <laughs> oh, the soccer God. fan who used his family as a beard and poisoned mm-hmm. the other guy with crazy fucking radioactive poison is now serving on their parliament. In a prime London hotel with no knowledge or care of the consequences. Yes. Cool. I just wanted to make sure that I had that story right. <clears throat> yep. So that's my story. When did Igor come back? 
Igor shook the hand of the radioactive guy. So he's probably oh, dead. Right. As a beard. Just to just as a cover. God damn it. As a beard. Oh my god. Okay. Well, so I'm gonna pour the last case. of this bottle. <laughs> that was an incredible case. So thank good. You. That might have been your best yet. Oh, I'm thank really you. drunk, but that was awesome. That was amazing. <laughs> I also want to point out that this bottle is currently empty. And the last Whoa. bits of it are in my glass. Mm. I love it. That does have a good mouthfeel, apparently. Uh, mm. My mouthfeel is real good. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, as I mentioned before, this research was challenging. So, I gave up a bunch and decided to scratch the surface. Watch Assassin's Creed. Exactly. Watch Assassin's Creed for 45 minutes. I decided to scratch the surface very gently. On two different <laughs> scenarios. So I am going to begin this adventure with Georges Genach. Hashashin. He's not a Hashashin. No. Georges was born in 15... I think it's Jorg. Well... It was compared to it's George, Jorg. so I have been finding it somewhere in the middle. Okay. Where I land is Georges. <laughs> Can we say Georg like on uh, Sound of Music? Yes, no. I love that plan. It's Gouge. Okay, okay, we're gonna all compromise and go with Gouge. <clears throat> <laughs> Gouge was born in 1596. He was a Swiss political leader during the Thirty Years' War, which I won't explain because that's just 800 pages on Wikipedia, and I just can't do it. Seriously, all these wars, yep. just stop. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he studied theology and became a prominent Protestant pastor in 1617. <laughs> Say that five times Prominent Protestant pastor. <laughs> I can't do it. From there, he plunged himself into politics, representing the Venetian and Protestant party. Hmm. He was Specific. a total douche and hated Spaniards and led the anti-Spanish <laughs> faction in the 1600s. Yeah. Spaniards are cool. You can't hate on Spaniards. Do you know how much good wine comes from Spain? I think it's pronounced Rioja. Spaniards. Venerians? It's Spaniards. Uh, Espanyards? Yeah. Okay. In 1618, he supervised the torture to death of Italian archpriest Nicola Rusca, who was falsely accused of being part of violence against Protestant faith Arrested and tortured under Georgijibin. <clears throat> in 1621, George also took part in the brutal murder of Pompeius von Plata, head of oh. Gorgi's rival Spanish Austrian party. I, really, I gotta be honest, I'm barely following this. Don't worry about it. Okay. Just. Just. I'm only following how you successfully pronounce this guy's name differently every time. We yeah. went from gorge, gouge. <laughs> it's like, so Zach and I have this inside joke where like every time somehow we reference nobody puts baby in the corner. Mm-hmm. He misquotes that often <laughs> which is like daily in yeah, this house say, that okay. comes up a lot. 
then he purposefully misquotes it every time, but differently every time. Nobody boxes baby in a box. Okay. Nobody. Like, it's just... <laughs> But he's come up with, I don't even know how many because it's been going on for years. Well, different versions of that same energy to this story. (laughs) All right. Yes, it sounds familiar. Let's keep keep moving. On gorgeous story. Okay, so. Gorgeous, gorgeous. So, Gurge invited Pompeius von Plata to his castle, who's like, hey, bro, let's clear the air. Stop by. I've got some dank hashashin. You should come over. <laughs> he invites him over. Pompeius is like, dude, sounds dope. I'm on my way. And he shows up where Jeej pins him to the floor with an axe <laughs> and kills him. What? Pins him to the floor with an axe? I mean, you don't have to be too creative to paint that picture. <laughs> he right. and some weird political colleagues carry out this deed Ax- of killing killing Pompeius von Plata. That's the really Im- He axed him to the floor with a pin. Yep, done. <clears throat> Following okay. this incident and apparently a few other violent incidents that I didn't get into, Georgie <laughs> lost his position as a pastor. They were like, eh, too much blood. We're not super He's into a this. Pastor. Yeah, I thought I covered that. He's a pastor. Didn't I cover that? Dude, yeah, I've did. barely okay. been hanging on to your I know, story. But don't worry, it's a mess and it's almost over. And then I'm going to get to the one that's easy to follow. Um, okay. okay. Um, so they revoke his pastorhood and then he acts primarily as a soldier and a military leader, which is always like the best fucking trajectory for someone who's like, of you're course. kicked out of the church for being too violent. Go run a military. Yep. Yeah. Soup's good. You got the creds. He thrives in the military and quickly rises the ranks to major and then later colonel of his own regiment by killing the existing colonel in a duel (laughs) in 1626. Okay. Let's be real. The good old days. In 1631, he's recruited by the French to drive the Spaniards out of Val. Tayenia. <clears throat> Nailed Vagilina. it. Vagilina. Vagilina. Nailed it. That's, <laughs> we're definitely calling it Vagilina because I keep looking Vagilina. at my notes and there are like two sets of my notes floating in front of my face. So Vagilina wins. <laughs> it sounds like an over the counter medication <laughs> for vaginal burning and itching. Vaginismus. Uh-huh. In January Ooh. of 1639, Georg was assassinated <laughs> by a man who was dressed in a head-to-toe bear costume. <laughs> oh, <laughs> rad. <laughs> That's Apparently, cool. because it was Carnival where they were hanging out, he was killed with an axe, which I find fitting because mm-hmm. that was like Georg's rep- weapon of choice. He axed mm-hmm. up that guy, the... The, Pompeius. The Pompeius guy. <clears throat> this is a really rough episode. Um, <laughs> so he's killed with an axe by someone in a bear suit. And it's like a complete mystery. I love this it. Bear, I the love bear, that. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah. The bear and the band of men who were with the bear, also in costumes, but I don't know what their costumes were, hmm. were never Baby caught. Bears. A construction worker, a policeman, <laughs> the bear and a Native and American. The rest of the macho men 
were never caught, <laughs> never tried. But many people do believe that the most likely culprit was Rudolf von Plata, son of Pompeius von Plata. Mm, get it. Grandson of the red-nosed reindeer. Yeah, Rudolf <laughs> trying to avenge his von Papa. <laughs> End of story number one. That was an amazing I saw bear costume ending. and I was like, I gotta talk about this, but I have to cut a lot of it because it's really confusing. There were a lot of wars. Okay. There were a lot. Yeah. I totally <laughs> skipped even mentioning a war in my right? story that was like hyper relevant. So mm-hmm. it's fine. Whatever. We're gonna yeah. skip. I covered the first and second world wars. It's fine. <laughs> you nailed it. We're gonna skip really far ahead to the late 60s and early 70s. Okay. And I'm not gonna dive too deep because A, I don't want to, and B, we're gonna have to save a lot of this information for another episode because Charles Manson. <clears throat> Duh. We are talking about Lynette Squeaky Frome. What? Oh. Yeah. Is Squeaky I heard of this bitch. Squeaky from. Ethan from? Uh, no. <clears throat> the worst. Oh, uh, the pickle dish. No. No. Fuck you and the sled you rode in on. <laughs> read read <laughs> Ethan from and oh then you'll, you'll get that joke. Also, don't read Why Ethan do from remember- because you can't get that don't- six hours of your life back. Don't read Ethan Frome. Like ever. It's literally <laughs> the worst book I've ever read. It's so bad. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Every time I get the flu, I think of Ethan Frome. But you don't I'll just reread it, it because you have a brain in your head. Uh. I have to get through this so I can make myself more dino nuggets. Here we go. <laughs> Squeaky from. She was born October 22nd, 1948. She's born in Santa Monica, California, and she was the privileged daughter of Helen and William from. She was also a member of the prominent dance group, the Westchester Laureates, which toured <laughs> the United States and Europe in the 1950s and appeared on the Lawrence Welk show. And also, Did she perform wow. at Trump rallies? No. Totally. In Star Spangled jumpsuits. It. She okay. def did it. Though, from what I've heard, it was the biggest rally of all time. It was huge. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Uh, but weirdly enough, she has also performed at the White House, but not under Trump. Oh, oh my White God. House under Trump are words that I never fucking wanted to say ever in my life. And I'm just cringing. Okay. I know. Things to rinse con- your mouth out. Get more wine. Uh, you're right. Here we go. Hold on a second. <laughs> Burn <sighs> the words. Woo. All right. Things <laughs> take a turn for Squeaky in the 60s. Oh my God. When Are we family- going to address how her name is Squeaky? No, we're not. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Short answer nope. is no. No, <laughs> I said sh- I said shallow dives. I warned you. <laughs> That's her goddamn name. What? It's her fucking name. What do you want? Here Got it. Go. What do you want, Kenyan? All right. Things take a turn for Squeaky in the 1960s <laughs> when her family moved to Redondo Beach. Never a good mm. idea. Oh. And she began to dabble in drugs and alcohol. Mm. As she one does. Barely. Yeah. I mean. Been there, am there, <laughs> here right now. 
<laughs> she there. barely graduated from high school and only attended junior college. That sounds a lot like me for about two months before she dropped out. Um, she was kicked out of the house by her father and she became homeless. <coughs> With I'm going to start calling you squeaky Jacobson. Done. Oh my God. Squeaky. Yes. <laughs> With nowhere else to go, she wanders to Venice Beach and meets Charles Manson. Oh, no. And becomes a member of the Manson family. Oh, my God. I just threw it in my mouth. Okay. (laughs) 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 I'm fine. We're almost there. We're on the home stretch. Squeaky is (laughs) crushing it. Here we go. Becomes a member of the Manson family. Um, again, we're going to save all these details for another episode because that's like, that's so big and it's such a spider web of amazing mm-hmm. things with the Charles Manson commune that we got to cover someday. For um, sure. Charles Manson and several family members are arrested in 1969, but Squeaky is still free and she is carrying on the Manson family values, not to be confused with Adam's family values, the popular film. In 1975... <laughs> Then-President Gerald Ford was to give a speech in Sacramento's Capitol Park. That morning, which happened to be September 5th, 1975, Squeaky heads to the park wearing a red cape, which (laughs) I need to stop right now. It's described as a cape. It's really not a cape. Will you please go to the blog slash drive? Yep. And look at the... Is it a red yeah, riding hood? Look at the Newsweek <gasps> cover photo no. of her in, like, <laughs> Albus looks, Dumbledore's going out outfit. Um, <laughs> she looks like Dobby. Right. The house elf. I can't. She also this looks is, like uh, Santa's elf that it's wants insane. to be a dentist. She this is, is the stuff. She's the elf pretty. on the shelf. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> Not. She wore that, uh, first of all, in public. <laughs> second of all, to an assassination. What are you doing? I don't like that. What I don't are like you that. doing, Squeaky? I like everything but the hat. It's everything but the hat. Conspicuous. Her plunging neckline, though, super flattering. No, the yeah. dress no, is No, I great. like everything but the hat. The hat, y'all. It is go oh to the fucking blog. This is the most embarrassing outfit anyone's ever worn. And I love and it. Wow. It clashes with her hair color, can yes. I just say? Red heads. Yeah, the red's not good. The red's very, not good. Very, very picky about what kind of red they wear. I get it. My hair has mm-hmm. been pink and purple and blue, and my skin tone is really weird and really pale and really <laughs> pink. And I have to be really careful about what red that I wear. And I take that very seriously. And Squeaky is not taking it seriously. No, she's not. Very I don't appreciate situation. that. She's not. I know. I do it mm. for you. So, wow. So she's wearing this red wow. Dobby costume. Um, and she's also sporting a Colt 45 semi-automatic pistol. Hmm. During, Good. Yeah, no way to complete an outfit. Not my favorite Colt 45, but I'll <laughs> take it. But I'll take it. Um, <laughs> what? Like a drink. So Gerald Ford giving his speech, and everything seems to be going well. Squeaky points her gun at Ford. And Shock is immediately tackled by Secret Service. 
Yeah. But her hat stayed on. Her hat stayed on. Or she put her hat back on. I don't know. Quick maneuvering. Eh. She's not all there. As it turns out, the gun actually wasn't loaded. Mm. Apparently, so Mm. I, I read into this a little bit. There are some reports that are like, oh, she wasn't sure if she wanted to. So she took the bullets out of the gun and then was going to make a decision last minute to put the bullets back in the gun. And though she did want to assassinate Gerald Ford, she forgot Mm -hmm. to put the bullets back in the gun. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I don't know. That's an Amanda move. Been there, done that. Not with a gun, but with like most other things in my life. Like, yeah, I'm going to do that later. And then I forget. How subtle could you be loading a pistol sure. in the middle of like a political rally? But she, yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. She was like practicing with the pistol at home, like pulling it out of her Dobby robes and waving it around. <laughs> it was not loaded at that time. And she was like, oh, I'm going to decide later if, if I'm going to load it. I'm going to load it before I go to the fucking Gerald Ford concert or whatever. And he, um, just, she decides not to do that or she forgets or she's like, fuck it. This is just going to be a scare tactic. That's the other theory is that she's like, I'm just going to whip out a gun to make a statement. It's never going to be loaded. It's all going to be Gucci. All right. No harm, no foul. Exactly. Mm. So, all right. Well, she, clearly a lot of weird Jury's choices. still out. Jury's still out. But she, quote, says, I stood up and waved a gun at Ford for a reason. I was so relieved not to have to shoot it. But in truth, I came to get life. Not just my life, but clean air, healthy water, and respect for creatures and creation. Yeah, you'll get that in prison, uh, so that's great. Yeah. Didn't Meryl, wasn't Manson's thing something like really mm. nature focused also? Like, this is the weird oh, thing we got about that. Manson is like, it's this weird fucking hippie commune plus murder. And like swastika tattoo. Yeah, but he's he's trying to play that like, um, but the original swastika, that means peace bullshit, which like. I just want to say something really quick to everybody in the world. Could you fucking not? The swastika has been taken the from like the ancient Buddhist yeah, originality and it's repurposed over. into a fucking Nazi symbol. And if I have to hear one more granola eating douchebag tell me that the original version of the swastika was a peace symbol, I'm going to shit my pants and throw up on you because it's been <laughs> stolen and changed and you can't yeah. do it anymore. It's done. Let You're it go. done. It's done. Let it go. There's a peace sign emoji that you can use on your fucking iPhone 10, and we can just be done with it. We're done. Yep. Yep. We're done. Anyway, she was sentenced to life in prison for the attempted assassination of a U.S. president. Apparently, they take that shit role seriously. But Mm -hmm. she was released on parole in 2009, same year as my Nissan. Oh, shit. After serving 34 (laughs) years in prison. And if anyone out there knows Squeaky Frome, I'd love to get in contact. Absolutely. Ask her where she gets her hats made. I need to know her haberdasherist. (laughs) And I need to know where she at because Squeaky, you're my girl. Oh my God. We have so many questions. We have so many questions. Anyway, those are my two stories. I don't remember I a moment it. of what I just said. I love it. Cheers. 
Cheers. I don't remember of what you just said either. I'm and really excited to edit this sober because I'll get to hear it for the first time. <laughs> uh-huh. It'll be amazing. All right. Moving on to special thanks this week. My favorite part we of the whole show. A lot of amazing names. So many. This oh. list is long. This is long. This is because we're still kind of catching up from when we pre-recorded a bunch of episodes. Sure, but we also have, like, a lot of amazing fans. This is fucking crazy. People are yeah, amazing. This is awesome. Yeah. All right, so. Steph- can we rotate again? Oh, that I was that. fun. I like that, too. Okay, That I'll was start. good. I'll okay. start. Then okay. Kenyon, Steph- Lucy, me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie Thompson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aaron Newman. <gasps> Are you kidding me? Simone Davis. Okay. I know Simone. Simone is amazing. Simone has the most beautiful child in the world. Thank you so much. This is so awesome. I, I'm seriously reading. I'm cold reading this. I, I want to cry. Simone, I love you so much. If you if your career falls through, please call me and I will definitely hire you. Bye. I hope Thank it's you, a Simone. different cement, Simone. It better it's not be a Simone different Davis. Simone. It's totally Simone not Davis a different Simone. Like, I don't have a child. You guys, I'm texting I you freaked a, at a different of Simone's when... baby right now on our private group chat, and you're going to fucking freak out. Yes. Okay. I freaked out about a different Whitney Watson. I know a Whitney Watson, and it was a different Whitney Watson, <laughs> and that led to an embarrassing conversation. Simone, I love you so much, <laughs> and I miss you, and I love you. All right. Whose turn is it? My turn? Yeah. Yeah. Alexander <sighs> Keefe. Yes. Connie Molinaro. Yep. Sarah Pankethman. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Uh, My turn. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Keep up. <laughs> Gwen Ma. Love the name Gwen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a cool name. Gwen mm-hmm. Ma is a very cool name. Also a cool name. Wendy Woodhead. Yeah. What? Amazing. We're not, not going to make fun of it. Oh. We're not. No. Yeah. I like but it. I feel like I landed on a name that I'm going to struggle with. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Janet Routliff. 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 You are giving yep. a generous contribution and we love you. And we understand that you'd also like to make a shout out today. So, Sandra. You are Janet's sister. You are amazing. Um, your birthday is today, the day the episode airs. I think that makes you a Libra. Maybe. I'm Don't also know. no. Not a Leo. I know that. I mean, not a Cancer. I don't really follow not a Virgo. Outside of my own, my own yeah. designation. Virgo. But Sandra, Virgo. I just want you to know that your birthday is today, the day this episode airs. My birthday is in two days from this episode airing, and I just she must. Outshadow you? No, no. I'm about to say that I super feel connected with you because our birthdays are two days apart, and I think you're great. And happy birthday! And Janet, thank you. And Sandra, I hope you have the best fucking birthday ever because you deserve it. Happy birthday, Sandra! You're crushing it. I think your birthday is like a week before this episode airs, no. but that's fine. Oh okay. yeah, maybe. I'm yeah, really drunk. Happy belated birthday, either Sandra. Way, happy <laughs> birthday. My birthday also either has not happened or recently happened and we are crushing it. Okay. <laughs> I love this episode. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Is it my turn? Yours. It's yours. It's always if you're questioning, it's always yours. 
if you have to ask. <laughs> All right. Holly Dameron. We love you, Holly. Michael Divers. Not to be confused with my former boss, Michael Diver. Oh. Shout out, Michael. I bet you're listening to oh. Michael Divers. Shout out to Michael's fiance, Michaela. Yes. Shout oh out. Future Divers. Would Michael cool and Congrats, Michaela. I actually love Michael and Michaela. Hashtag proposed. That's beautiful. Hashtag proposed. Hashtag Michael proposed. <laughs> Okay. Actually, well, Michaela might have proposed. Yeah, super good for proposed. you, Michaela. Not <laughs> um, <laughs> bitter. I'm not bitter. And you know what? I don't need a man to be awesome because I'm already fucking awesome. I just feel like I've soups put in my time at this point. <laughs> and the party I want to throw for my nuptials is going to be really fun, and I want the opportunity to do yeah. it. Okay. It you will. mostly just want to plan your like bachelorette oh my god i have three separate ones stay tuned okay (laughs) i'm so excited it's my turn um brenda cheslock you Mm -hmm. are brenda holy shit brenda Brenda. you are so generous girl i i I just want to ask Did you ever know that you're my hero? Because holy shit, you're giving us so much money every month. And you're amazing. And we can't fucking thank you enough for what you're doing. And mm-hmm. thank you so much, Brenda. We love you. You're and amazing. You get to choose an episode, a uh, topic or case or wine or all three. So everything. Uh, Do it hit all. us up with your picks. Do it and all. And on the same level... Yep, same level. Shelby Dunn has already sent us uh, uh, her picks for a future Shelby. episode topic and case and wine, and we love Shelby, you for it. Drink Thank you juice. so much. Drink your juice, Shelby. Shelby. It's my favorite movie of all, all time, right. and I love you, Shelby. Can Blumas. I just say? Blumas. Oh, oh, it's my turn. Cat <laughs> <laughs> Green. I love cats. <laughs> she gave us a very generous donation. Thank you, cat. And hey. what I was going to say, I was recently able to purchase a brand new MacBook Pro. Yes, Woo! you were. And an arm. We all got arms for our microphones, so we're like ultra professional now. Oh my so god, it's insane. If you can tell that I have a very severe virus right now in my chest that is all thanks to the quality <laughs> production materials I couldn't tell. that your donations have provided for us so thank you You're so much it. we are so fucking legit mm-hmm. i fucking <laughs> you love guys it. are seriously amazing and you're making like the world go around for us i already had yeah. a super sappy tear-filled text message to the girls earlier about how amazing you guys are and oh, we all cried earlier we today definitely yeah. over you guys. It was kind of pathetic, was, but I really loved it's it. It's becoming mm-hmm. a problem. And I have two small uh, little shout outs that I'd like to give. One, if you're not already in Wine and Crime Happy Hour, for the love of God, please join it because it's yeah. such a cool community of people. It's and so fun. Mm-hmm. It's on Facebook. It's, it's our on Facebook, Facebook closed group. And these amazing, amazing people who are on this have been posting so many case do influenced posts 
Mostly oh for me. Oh my god, I got recently. I was late to work yeah. today. And today, today there was like it's a BuzzFeed like 18 pictures of Kristen Stewart that will get you pregnant, blah blah blah. I, yeah. It was Check. a problem. <laughs> so good. It was a mm-hmm. problem. <laughs> and it's so great and it's such a cool community and these people have met each other some people are meeting up they're making cool friends they're, it's so supportive it's just like unfucking it's, it's a very like happy place we have so much yeah. fun and Kenyon, lucy and myself are all in the group and we interact with you guys all the time and we love it it's we one of my it. favorite parts mm-hmm. i i have to set my alarm like 20 minutes before <clears> i actually <throat> have to be awake because i need to check everything that's going on in the wine and crime happy hour group and it never fucking disappoints me it's so much fun yeah it's my favorite part of most days it's great to be honest with you like reading through all our notifications seeing all the weird shit you guys post mm-hmm. i love it and it's then so great. Love it. we've also been sharing a lot of uh listener stories and contributions and and emails mm-hmm. and letters and weirdly mm-hmm. today the day that we're recording i opened a box that i was not expecting and it contained Three, three beautiful cross stitches of some of our catchphrases. We posted them on Facebook today and Instagram and Twitter. And mm-hmm. this amazing note, and I just wanted to read it for everybody. Hey, gals. Thank you, ladies, for providing such an incredible podcast. They make Thursdays my new favorite day of the week. The laughs, psych, wine pairings, and intriguing stories make this podcast live tour worthy parentheses hint hint san diego has sunshine and lots of wine i know and i want to go ah, san diego i so would good. love to go to san diego as a token of my appreciation i made a few things this was my first try at embroidery which holy shit are you kidding she me these are amazing so good and if Nailed you it. are so just good. hearing this for the first time go look at any social media platform you'll see them they are amazing from two um, weeks ago I hope you ladies like them to answer. We fucking love them so mm-hmm. much. We've already divvied them up. We have. Yep. <laughs> Called dibs. Keep cracking and popping, <laughs> ladies, to quote my favorite murder. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Love, Kylie. Thank you so much. These yes. Kylie are incredible. It, it's not even about the gifts. Like, we've been getting emails. We've been trying to read a little bit more of those on, on the air. And we love you guys this is so beyond any expectation that we ever had we started this show selfishly and the people that we've met as a result of it it's indescribable Mm -hmm. and we appreciate you and we love you and keep listening and tell your friends because if you're if your friends are half as great as you guys are we want to meet them and Mm -hmm. that said Keep an eye on Halloween weekend. I'm not fucking kidding you. Come to Minneapolis. We've got opportunities for you to meet us and hang out with us because we want to meet you because you guys are yeah, amazing. Yeah, we want to meet you. Amazing. It'd be so fun. If we could and do a Halloween. live show and every month, s- we'd do it. And fucking Halloween. I have uh, two incredible costumes Lucy's in the Lucy's costumes works. are going to be unreal, you guys. Mm-hmm. Unreal. I have not even started. I have to start them this weekend. I have to, like, like make them by Can't hand do it. like I, I need to start i did call dibs though on grambo yeah. grandma rambo you've got it so. what grandma rambo <laughs> yeah. oh my god i love it you yeah. can have grambo. that without question <clears throat> my favorite favorite past halloween costume was a gilf a grandma i'd like to fuck that is my so favorite it's like just a 
sexy grandma. It was so hot. Sex I made out with like three different people that night. It was incredible. This was long before you were with your husband, I'm assuming. Yeah, it was in Iowa City, too. So <laughs> perfect. Wouldn't have mattered if I was. But that said, honestly, the three of us, we even record in spaces that are like l- plastered with your notes of encouragement and random gifts that you send us, which is insane and our fan art i love we it. love it, it we love so it so much fart and we Thank care you about so you much. and we want you guys to like thrive and do amazing things and we love being part of it so please keep us in the loop about your cool lives and just know that the wine and crime gals we fucking love you we love you mm-hmm. so much we can't even tell you how much we love you mm-hmm. we got your backs all right thank you so much we'll talk to you next week Bye. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. More importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. We are a totally independent show, so if you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air... Visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers. Hey guys, this is Melissa. And this is Beth. And we are the girls behind Mantras and Macros podcast. Our podcast is honest conversations about fitness, nutrition, self-love, and whatever else we feel like talking about. Literally whatever else we feel like talking about. Tacos. Champagne. Puppies. Almond butter. Ice cream puppies. <laughs> but really, um, we understand that overall health and wellness is so much more complicated than just nutrition and working out. It's about self-care, mental health, you know, body image, the way you talk to yourself, all of the above. So if this is something that you're into, you should check us out in the iTunes store. Find us in the iTunes store, search mantras and macros and listen to our podcast. We have new episodes every weekend. Thanks. Bye.